0: welcome to the cloaked we are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden and now on with the show hello and welcome to another episode of the Cloaked. i am your host white now? And today we'll have some stories to tell. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Um, as you know, you know we've been, you know on social media talking about uh, the Vanessa Yen case and as you, you all know now, um, the unfortunate findings that they, the remains that were discovered, um, Word fact, hers, and have been possibly ID'd, and so you know, it's a very tragic um, event, of course, and for those who knew her and her family, of course, and we send our condolences here, and you know, it, it, it's it's a, it's a tough situation, but we're doing a little bit of research on you know some other missing people from Fort Hood, and we'll be doing a bigger episode, uh, maybe a two-parter, because there were so many cases that we uncovered, and for us, it was just a lot of research that that, um, that we ended up uncovering. I mean, it was just, you know, a lot of information, a lot of various cases, you know, very strange uh, stuff that's occurring, and a lot of uh, you know, a hearsay, so kind of having to dissect certain things it, it, it's gonna take a lot longer than than uh, we initially thought of course and so you know we we'll, we'll, we'll be keeping you guys in mind and, and you know informing you guys when we'll be posting that episode and hopefully uh, you guys to tune in to our Facebook and Twitter which will make the announcement and post some of the research that we've discovered and uh, unearth and so we can put out that information. Um, and uh, speaking of information being unearthed, um, we found here that there was a mine that was discovered in Mexico that appears to be—it's an underwater mine at this point. Uh, who knows if it was underwater at the time? But it looks like it is eight thousand years. old older than the Mayans that found it in Mexico. Uh, So, you know, if you know any of the history of the Mayans, it is quite an extensive, and parts of the Mayan history and, and culture do continue to still remain a mystery, because it was so vast and so... So much culture and they the empire just really expanded uh, throughout the the Latin America. And so not just in Mexico, it went expanded out to Honduras and, and it was this massive empire. And in, even now they're still unearthing a lot of like uh, temples and roads and pathways that are still continuing to this day. Uh, finding how massive it was, and so that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, who who knows? Who else knows what what we're going to find? Um, they're not sure who was mining this operation, and they're not sure if it was an earlier civilization uh, that eventually becomes the Mayan civilization as we know it. Um, it's definitely something uh, a culture that predates the Mayans uh, so you know hopefully they'll find more clues as to the group that was involved in this mining operation but very interesting stuff um, speaking of mystery we have here straight out of Brazil uh, looks like there's been some UFO sightings in Brazil and it you know it, Brazil always has a lot of mystery. Um, I don't know if you guys recall we talked about the Bruno case and very mysterious individual. Uh, but of course, um, this this is a little bit different uh, besides uh, besides and beyond that of the crop circles. This is beach circles, very strange. Um, so There was a siding. Um, well, actually, multiple sightings, multiple witnesses. It looks like uh, one of the witnesses that we have here is Silvio uh, Senza, who claimed who claimed who saw two different colored spheres, you know, flying by while he uh, was out in the north coast beach around Tram Butcher. This sorry, uh, Tramandai and Sidiera. Um, and he saw this, and this is one of the coastal cities of Rio Grande de Saúl in uh, in Brazil. So he saw this, and, and this is this some. Um, this occurred June twenty third around seven thirty, and um, you know they have uh, people seeing these spheres flying by and, and heading towards the beach, and we have other people who have witnessed these very same spheres. Uh, flying around changing color and uh, one of the eyewitnesses claimed that the sphere broke into two so both spheres broke and continued flying like this divided Uh, you know it's something it's one of those things that we've always talked about that you know some of these spheres somehow either replicate or they're two droids or something, and they can multiply or combine. Um, we've talked about several videos that we've seen online where people have caught these spheres forming the crop circles, and in, in, in occasions, they look like they have some kind of like weird force on things, and they're able to what appears to replicate or separate some in some weird fashion. And so it was very interesting stuff coming out of Brazil. Uh, there's multiple eyewitnesses that have reported seeing this at, uh, at the beach. And so very interesting. It occurred from the 23rd to the 24th. Um, they found a perfect forming of circles uh, on this beach and so I it's it's uh it's pretty amazing you know that this this was found and so I don't know it, from what it looks like it's I don't know it's very interesting we'll post the pictures and we'll post some of the information on through Facebook and Twitter of course and um, so today you know I wanted to talk about some some stories like i said the last time you know i had plenty of stories to talk about uh you know especially you know ghost related uh, out in the woods type of thing and this next story that i have here is from a friend of mine um who told me this years ago my friend uh, jonathan who was with some friends and um they uh <laughs> they had this uh, cemetery that was a small cemetery near their school now their school was like headed out towards the country uh, side it was like the outskirts of the city and uh, there was a small little uh, cemetery yeah, and it was probably about you know an acre or so it was, you know somewhat of a small cemetery. And so it, it appeared to be, you know, a cemetery from a, a town that was near the city. But the cemetery was very, very weird. Uh, from what he told me, he small um, headstones and some of the, because it was so old, a lot of the headstones, you know, you couldn't tell the name. You could see maybe indentation of a cross, um, maybe some letterings you can uh, point out. And so, you know, um, my friend, whoa, that was weird. Um, My friend Jonathan, he was telling me that him and his friends one night were out and about trying, they were bored, exploring. And uh, they were going to go visit a friend. And so what ends up happening is uh, right after school, um, they're going to go visit a friend. And in, in going over there... They passed the cemetery, and the cemetery was probably a few yards uh, from where they were going, and so they would they take they would take this path because it was this easy way uh, shortcut to get to this friend's house, and all they had to do was, you know, there was like a jump skip and a crossing of a fence kind of a thing, and you know, they would be right on the street where this friend lived, and so they get to the friend's house, you know, they pass the cemetery, get to the friend's house, and they're hanging out you know, um, drinking or whatever, having fun, and, you know, they decide, hey, uh, I have a, very dumb, very dumb, I don't recommend for you to do this, but one of them had a woogee board, and, you know how, you know, how I always say, these, you know, boards, they're communication device, don't use it, they shouldn't be used, don't use it, anyways and these guys were bored right bored out of their minds so like hey let's go let's go use it you know they started daring each other you oh, know you're scared no you're this you're this blah blah blah. you know how they are and so they headed off you know it was like six of them um and they they went over there and they get there and they sit somewhere near the center of uh of, uh, of the cemetery and again like I said you couldn't see a whole lot of the headstones you know some of them looked like no bigger than a foot you know not not a foot by foot but like a foot by like four inches headstone you know it's very small uh, headstone and so they would sit they put the board and they started doing this whole little like a seance thing and calling out to the spirit now one of the guys he was a bit on the dark side and what i mean is like he was goth you know but he was not your stereotypical kind of goth you wouldn't know but he was very into that and you looking into witchcraft and stuff like that so big fan of horror movies and and um who else what he got into but he started doing all this like reading and seeing all these like uh Chance of a th- and, and nobody knew what was going on. They they didn't know what he was saying, and so he called on spirit or s- a life form to come through the board and and, and say something, and because they wanted to communicate and they wanted answers about something and they had questions or whatever, um and, and so they asked the the spirits of the cemetery to come forth or whatever, and so what ended up happening is you know they're there for a while. And they're looking at the plant shed, and and it's it's not moving, it's not moving. They're thinking, you know, nothing's gonna happen. Hey, you know, it's a waste of time. This is let's get out of here, whatever. And one of the, one of the one of the girls that was there with them, uh, she was um, small and petite, and she's like, you know, this is ridiculous, whatever. And she gets up and she's walking, she starts walking off, and she feels like. Boom, she gets shoved from her, I think from her right side. And she gets shoved, tumbles, tumbles around and falls on top of what it appeared to be a, a gravestone, right? A headstone. And so, you know, she's getting up or whatever. And as this is happening, simultaneously, they're looking at the planchette and it's moving Right, uh, no one's touching it. The thing is moving by itself, and it's spelled out "get out." Right, and they're looking at it, and instead of leaving, like it asked, they asked why, and they wanted to know who they were talking to. So they started asking these questions, and that's when they started hearing noises, and they started, you know, hearing. But it appeared to be like someone walking through the grass and so it was so terrifying for them you know having to experience all of that and and they were you know, just wondering what was happening what's going on you know why is there really somebody here and so they're looking around and they start hearing what it appeared to be growls like low hard growls you know and in the, they You know, they were like, you know, it's it's an animal or whatever. It's you know, they were kind of spooked and a little bit freaked out. Surprisingly, they were still there. I mean, most people would have left already. And you know, their their friend gets up and and they're like, you know, we need to leave. And she's like, telling them, we need to leave. I'm heading out. I'm leaving. You know, I had enough. She takes off. And. You know, what they the up finding out. They end up finding something about her later on, but I'll, I'll get to that to the end. But so, you know, they're they're messing with this and they're asking the spirit questions, and they want to know who who they're talking to and how they died and you know things like that. And they kept asking you know questions and questions, and at, at one point, one of the one of them asked, "How old are you?" And it says, I think it says something like fourteen or something like that. And they're like, Oh, so you died young. And so they start asking these more and more questions. And the uh, the they asked they kept asking for the name, and they finally got a name after a while. And for whatever number, it was something like Mary or Maria. And they they were like, Oh shit, we have a name. So this is this young girl who passed away. And so one of the guys uh, was already recording like clips and taking pictures and stuff like that. And you know, they they were like, hey, let's let's just leave, let's take off, this is this is dumb, you know, whatever. So they decided, you know, after a while because they weren't getting anything anymore, they decided to leave. The other stuff they take off, they go back to the house, you know, they hang out for a bit, whatever. Um, and they asked for their friend another friend was named Julia and Julia had left already and she was the one who fell now she had taken off and she went home or whatever and these guys are back at the house they're you know eating, relaxing, whatever and the guy the guy who was going through the pictures Mike, Mike's going through the pictures and shows Jonathan hey look, look what I captured This isn't this weird? and there was like I think uh, from what I remember, it was like a picture, and it was this their friend, the goth, the goth guy. Um, I forget his name. It was Paul or something, um, and he was sitting there, and behind them was like this blurry, um, like whitish-looking thing, and you know, to be honest, it looked like you know maybe like a smudge you know, maybe a fingerprint on the lens. Um it's what I when I looked at it, that's what it looked like. And everybody else is there. But they you what the thing is that you see the next frames and it's not there. Now they had a video and the video back then it was very grainy. You couldn't really it wasn't high res um but there looked like there was like these little orbs flying around. Uh but there was this there was this what it looked like to me it looked like maybe a post in the back but everybody thought it was a, a, like a kid like a, like a child or something and i was like well i don't know kinda i mean it's too dark to tell what it is at the time photoshop didn't exist we couldn't lighten there was no editing you know on the phone so you know this is like years ago and so of course, you know they're looking through all that and as they're talking about it, you know they're having a conversation about it, looking through the pictures or whatever. and suddenly, suddenly, they heard a knock. you know they assumed there was one of, somebody coming in, some, one of the friends knocking at the front door. one of them gets up and checks, nobody's out there. Then they hear another knock and it's on the other side and it's at the window. Or, and then there's another knock, and it's at the wall on the other side of the on the other side of the wall on the outside, and they're thinking, oh, it's Julia. She's probably playing with us. You know, she's just messing with us or whatever. And so uh, my friend Jonathan he gets out of the room, walks um, outside, opens their back door, um, and yells out for Julia, and you know, hey, come out, it's not funny, you know, we're not playing the games, you know, we know it's you, you know, kind of a thing, and she's not coming out. There's nobody. Now, Jonathan says he's looking outside, and he swears, swears up and down that he heard laughing or giggling kind of thing outside, and he said he got chills running through his back, And he knew something was up. He starts backing into the house, and as he's closing the door, he hears uh, hears a the chair dragging behind him. And he thinks it's one of the guys coming behind him. And he says, "Oh, I don't know if it's Julia." but I heard some weird laughing and he turns around and nobody's there he was just like what? what's going on? and he looks around, nobody's there he's all alone in the kitchen and so he walks back and and he's a little freaked out because he just heard laughter and didn't see anybody he heard the chair move turns around nobody's there tells the guys hey look i heard laughter the chair moved you know i don't know what's going on and the guys were like it was probably julia laughing at you running away something like that you know we don't know but she definitely took off and she made fun of you you know that kind of a thing and so y the uh they get back to what they were doing and they look into the videos and stuff and the pictures, and they continue to do whatever. And the their TV now, this is again, this is back in the day, TV turns on, it's a box TV. And they thought, No, that's so weird, somebody must have sat on their remote. They're looking for the remote, you know, the volume starts going up. They're looking for the remote. Who has the remote? Who has the remote? They can't find the remote. The TV is loud. You know, this is where TV's, you know, 20, 30 volume. It's the level that you normally want to have. This volume is going to 60, 60, 70, 80. It's fucking climbing. And it's really loud. And they're like, well, you know, what's going on? What's going on? And then they turn off the TV. One of the guys just pushes the button on the TV and turns it off. And they can't find the remote and it's like somebody has it somebody's messing with us it's probably Julia they can't blame this on Julia so they go outside and call you know, Julia and you know my friend Jonathan gets on the phone calls Julia's house Julia didn't have a phone she didn't have a cell phone just how many people had a cell phone back in the day. so calls the house Hey Miss So and so is Julia there? Oh yes, she just got here not long ago. Well Julia lives about you know a few blocks from that house. Okay, so it's like, not Julia. There's no way to turn the volume that far. There's just no way. It doesn't happen. Not with these remotes. You know how a TV works. And so he tells the guys, Julia's at home. It was like oh yeah, we'll talk to her talks to her, yeah, she's at home she goes, hey guys, I just got here, you know, what's going on Jonathan just starts telling her, you know, what happened at the you know, at the uh, at the cemetery, she goes well, I fell and I hurt myself and I have these markings on on, on my side on my ribs and he, the, the next thing she says is that there's these markings on my ribs, and they look like the headstone. It's just like, and it looks like there's a name on it. And it imprinted on my side. And the name was Mary. Mary or Maria, but I think it's Mary. And Jonathan's like frozen. He is frozen. And tells the guys it was like no way she's making it up and they decided to go over there they head over to her house and they see her and she has the fucking name written on the side our fucking like ribcage, and that was a very strange thing uh and, and things didn't stop there i mean julia and Um, this Paul guy, the goth kid, kept experiencing weird stuff at the house, at both their houses. And I'm talking about TVs turning off and on, lights being switched off and on, you know, Julia said that she felt like somebody would get into the bed with her. Um, you know, um, her blanket would get taken out, uh, you know, she'd be uncovered she felt like somebody was watching her all the time uh, you know it was very very rare she didn't feel like you know there was there wasn't somebody in the room with her and she's never felt that before until this event happened um, and you can say that you know maybe psychologically this affected her because of the stories and what happened but you know that shit stayed with her for years and uh and it kind of like changed her for sure and um, you know she she had troubles um, with uh, with sleeping in that room she couldn't sleep and we uh, I remember a few people uh, who were familiar with limpias with cleansing uh, of the, the spirits uh, and because if you grew up in the Mexican culture you know about People who are curanderas who can do kind of like a witchcraft you know the light version of witchcraft and do cleansing do um, you know aura cleansing and stuff like that and knew what to do and so they kind of like advise Julia because Julia wasn't you know Mexican she didn't know what that kind of stuff and they kind of like hey maybe do this do a cleansing or whatever bring a priest bring some holy water kind of a thing, uh, sage, and so, you know, this information was passed to her, but it, I, I don't know if she ever did that stuff, if she ever did a cleansing, you know, because this was in high school, and you kind of lose touch with people, um, but, you know, as far as I knew, the goth kid, Paul, that, that was like a whole other thing, that dude, experience, weird dreams, hallucinations, um, experience, um, you know, these terrible nightmares that he couldn't sleep, he had issues with, uh, you know, with, you know, very bad thoughts that he couldn't get out, Uh, eventually he just literally disappeared, we've never, we never saw him, Uh, the family never reported him missing so we don't know what happened to him he just up and vanished and we don't know I don't know I mean I don't know if anything ever happened to him or you know if he was if he left he just ran away or what but uh, I knew by our senior year he was gone nobody knew what had happened to him and uh, a lot of people had a lot of questions because he was a very unique individual Uh, But, you know, it was one of those things that nobody else ever talked about. It was just one of those very mysterious circumstances that that this person was involved in. Uh, But, you know, it's did everything happen from there? Maybe. But that wasn't the first time Jonathan had experienced weird stuff. I'll tell you another time Jonathan experience some weird shit and again pretty much the same group of friends Um, ex- with this, the, the goth kid And like I said, things just went off the rails, you know kind of a thing that just spun off out of nowhere, but he said that one time they were driving around the road and again they live around the country and so you know they, they were going through this dirt road and they were coming through the side of where the school is and they decided to take off this road and it was the easiest road to drive through you know, one lane coming, one lane going and they are I don't remember where they're going but there was a very long road that went from one town to the next and it was, the drive was something like 40 minutes or something like that and so they're on this road and it, it's really late. And Jonathan says that, you know, they kept hearing something on the tire or the issue with the tire. And, you know, after a while the whoever's sitting in the back will kept hearing a, a clicking sound, like click 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 click, you know? And it sounds like I don't know if you ever had a nail through your tire, but that's what it sounded like. Like a nail through your tire. And so what ends up happening is they, they didn't get in the flat, right? And so, they, you know, pull off the side, you know, everyone's like, fuck, you know, and they gotta change out this tire, so the guys get out, try to switch out the tire, and uh, some cars don't carry a donut, you know, in this day and age, but back then you had to carry a donut, you had to carry that extra, switching out the tire and everything, and I think... John was looking out to see if any cars were passing by so they wouldn't hit the guy changing the tire. And so they're changing the tire and the guy feels a touch right on his shoulder. Turns around, nobody there. And he's like, hey, who, who, who the fuck is messing with me? Who's touching me? And Jonathan looked at him and was like, no one's touching you, no one's behind you, I'm over here, everybody's on the other side of the car. And it's like, I'm looking out, and there's nobody passing by, you know, they're waiting, again, this is a long stretch road, very, at this point, very few cars are passing by from town to town. And to try to switch the tires off real quick, one of the girls says, there's someone in the car. And yells yeah, and bolts, you know, away from the car. And they look, and there was somebody in the car that they didn't know. You know, they didn't know who the fuck this person was in the car. And they, they Jonathan said, he looked inside the car, and there was a person, a silhouette of a person. And this is where I, Jonathan had n- didn't didn't ever look into the paranormal stuff other than the day. that that happened and a previous event that happened in his life I told him after he told me the story I said that sounds like a shadow person and I knew shadow people because I mean at this point I'm looking into this because all the strange things that are happening to me and things that I've witnessed and so I told Jonathan he's like it sounds like you had a shadow person that's not good that's that's not good at all and he freaks out right because you know what I tell him is like Shadow people could be a bad old man. They could attack people. They can seriously hurt you or whatever. And so, this leads to a very tragic event. But they're freaking out, you know. And Jonathan's like, "Oh my god, you know what the fuck? You know that's crazy." And so they're all looking at this thing, and all of a sudden it's not there. It's not there. They're freaking out, and they're looking. It took them a while for them to get back in the car. They eventually get back in start driving off and it wasn't even that long that they were driving that they saw a person on the middle of the road and they swerved not to hit this person and kept driving and the guy that was driving uh he eventually you know he was a tough dude Uh, you know he was an ROTC. Um, he was in in varsity uh, football Uh, he goes on into the military real tough guy very serious guy Uh, and he he was like I saw this dude it was the craziest thing I've never seen anything like that this this individual this thing whatever it was it looked like maybe a a woman all in black you couldn't tell she Long dark hair, in the middle of the fucking road, and he just swerves and goes off. And one of the girls that was there, she was this, uh, she was this uh, cheerleader, and she, she did, uh, what what is it called? Um, she did the the local school press, the the school paper. And she, she was in, in journalism she was very well known and she was not the same since that day. she had she would have these weird dreams according to one of her friends and you know she seemed really out of it you know a few she had some she had some weird experiences after that and she just felt very uneasy and uh, what ends up happening is maybe I think about a month, A month and a half later, after that happened, um, driving on the same road, she unfortunately, her and her friends, get into an accident and swerved off, eh, off the curve and car flips, unfortunately, and tossing everybody inside. And, you know, they unfortunately passed away. And from what I... Understood from everybody else is that who was there when they saw this thing in the car it looked like one of the girls look, said it looked like it had looked straight at this girl and that's terrifying that whatever she saw if she saw this thing looking at her um, because she saw it first you know and she saw the shadow prison and it may have attached to her. We don't know. We she barely spoke about the weird experience. Other than that, she seemed normal. It seemed like she had been not affected at all. But I'm pretty sure she was affected. I mean, you know, her friend, her best friend, said, you know, she was having these like weird dreams and nightmares um, I think in one of them looking back, I think it sounded like sleep paralysis, uh, you know something like that, but you know it's it, it's terrible, you know it's one of those things where you know you hear about shadow people hurting people or that they could or they can kill people or they can hurt people and you know I have this story that I know of someone that maybe you know, was affected in that way, but it it was just weird that you know, that happened to her and then same road I don't know Boom. you just never know you just never know when you go into maybe many of y'all have had similar experiences or have been wanting to go into a haunted house or maybe even communicate don't try it don't try it. it's it's not one of those things that you can just play with it's not something you want to experience and tell people about the experience you don't want to have that experience with you you just you just really don't want to have that um, there's people that are extremely intrigued and extremely attracted to that stuff and they'll go into a haunted house or they go into a abandoned building and check it out and figure that out because they want to discover that that of what's on the other side um, you know, I theorize a lot of things, but that's me coming from personally, from that type of history, that type of background, growing up in the places I grew up, experiencing the things I experience uh, and people who who walk in that path know, and there's people that are more extreme that can see things, They're mediums and have even crazier experiences uh than i have um have heard of you know stranger stories uh but you know if you have a story hit us up you know send us uh send us a tweet hit us up on facebook um our email Uh, you can hit us up on our website submit it through there as well Uh, again guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll hit you up on the next one Later's.